Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new season of this podcast and um, I'm really excited. I have been um, away thinking, away praying and away um, brainstorming and meditating on what kind of changes um, and new things we can actually add on to the web, the website, no, to, to the podcast. So um, I'm really happy to be back. I'm really happy to go for a second run through a second season and uh, to continue to polish to continue to get better and to continue to add value if i do that for you guys so thanks for returning thank you for waiting (laughs) for those of you who have been waiting since january with a massive uh, a massive pause in february um, so that i could go back consolidate and pretty much find my feet with regards to what season two is going to be looking like, what season two is going to be uh, working out to be. And so, thanks for returning. Um, I hope you enjoy the journey with me as I'm enjoying it, exploring <coughs> exploring new ways to, um, to make this podcast work, exploring new ways to, uh, to move forward, to have conversation, and to add value really to you guys as you're listening and as you're lending your ear to this. So a couple of things I want to go through is um, what has been happening. Well, what's been happening, at least in my life, is that I have um, gone, I have gone back to uni. A few changes as well in my work life, and so when it comes to responsibilities outside of this podcast, that's increased quite a bit. And so I've had to, I've had to actually really rethink and look at what I'm doing and see which parts um, I can actually bring back and um, and and um, tone back on so that I can focus on what's really important for this season at least when it comes to me personally growing me personally moving forward and um, doing everything I can to be all that God has called me to be at this point in time. And so what that looks like is a trimming, a trimming of certain things and a and an intentional focus on other things. So that's what's been happening. So with regards to um, the podcast and you, my listeners, it has meant that I've had to, that I needed to trim back so that I can actually bring better focus to these episodes, better focus to what sort of topics I tackle, and even the guest um, that I host on the podcast, or when I don't have guests that um, um, that are coming on, the type of content that I'm actually putting out. So one of the things that I wanted to do is also to create a bit more space for myself to to have so that I can research some topics a little bit more. Um, the I found the week-to-week rhythm was a little bit... Um, I mean, it was great because for me, it actually gave me a sense of urgency. It gave me a sense of thinking on my feet in terms of what topics to tackle, who would be the appropriate person to talk to about what. But it also... Gave, got me into a rhythm um, that I don't think would have been sustainable. However, what I wanted to do was to actually make this podcast um, even better and continue to improve upon it. So one of the things that um, that helped me to think about that and how to best do that is by, in a sense, pruning, cutting back so that I, so that we have better 
content, more succinct, more to the point, that's more valuable, that's going to help more people. So I'm hoping this season two I get to grow in that, I get to um, excel in that. So um, moving forward, let's talk about moving forward. The reason, again, for this is to have a new approach, have a new approach to the same thing. The mission is always staying the same, which is starting conversations that will get us thinking and talking about things that perhaps don't get as much airtime. Um, if you go to church on a Sunday, as much airtime if you you know, happen to have a passing conversation with a friend or a family member. And so with the more time that I get to be able to research some of these topics and to be able to, um, you know, to be able to spend more time preparing certain things for you guys, it'll actually help, um, help the content that comes out to be a little bit more um, useful. Um, and so what can you expect? You can expect to have multiple podcast episodes every single month. One of the changes as well that you will note is that we're going for the first Thursday of every single month. That's when these podcast episodes are going to be dropping. Um, I've already, I don't know if it's been coined yet, but I've coined the term Podflix. And so um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that goes. But that's the idea anyway for those of you who watch Netflix or other um, subscription TVs. It's that we have multiple episodes dropping on the same day, available on the same day for that month. And so, I don't know, pace yourself <laughs> while you wait. Don't listen to all of them at once. Um, and so, what this will help me as well with is it will help me with dedicating some pod, some days to podcasting um, and to putting together content. So, first Thursday of every month, you will have... A, more, an, a numerous amount of episodes that I would have um, recorded just dropping on there and so you know pace yourself add them to your playlist if you don't have a playlist um, the rhythm the rhythm will look like um, honest chats so that's going to continue I'm still going to have guests I'm curious about how people think about things um, especially to do with living life following Jesus and what that looks like, the things that perhaps don't get as much airtime or any airtime sometimes um, with regards to a shortened conversation with a person, maybe in passing or even a shortened um, dialogue on a Sunday um, through preaching, etc. So I just would love to explore some of these things. I love to also listen to people's stories. I'm really excited about some of the hosts, some of the people that I'm hosting um, in this season. The other part of the rhythm of this podcast is going to have to do with self-leadership. Um, a little bit of what I would probably call it food for thought. So I'm hoping that as I go through this journey and I discover different things, that the things that I'm challenged with, and I mean, that was part of what I was doing anyway in the first season, but um, it's going to be a little bit more... Um, targeted towards self-leadership is what I'm calling it because it's not motivation um, at the same time I don't want to be writing or producing sermons that's not why I want to do this um, however I do want to have an element of hey if you don't want to listen to a conversation between two people talking about this or that hey, is there a food for thought is there something that could um, challenge me in my self-leadership or in my thinking 
so because I'm wanting to grow. So if you want to grow, I want to encourage you to come on this journey with me. These are things that I'm personally going to be exploring. I'm personally going to be walking out. And um, some of them are also devotions that I would have um, would have shared with some other people that are part of my life. So um, some of the other things I'm going to let you know about are that my blog site, which... Um, is over a year, a year, a year old now, I think. Um, that's closing down. I'm going to close that down. That's going to be one of the other things that I closed down because it served its purpose for this time and for this season. And I feel like um, it's time to move on to the next, um, the next thing that I was using the blog site four so that's going to close down the instagram associated to that blog site and this um honest chats is also going to close down and so i'm going to put on my personal um, instagram and twitter account if you want to i barely check twitter <laughs> if you want to tweet me or get in touch with me that way um let me know your thoughts i'll try and make sure that i um <clears throat> i'll try and make sure that i am letting those of you who are connected with me by my private social media accounts um about when every when the new episodes are dropping um maybe there will be previews as well on there with um people that i end up um recording stuff with so keep an eye out for that but the blog site is going down the instagram is going down and the twitter as well associated with the Again, all part of consolidating so that what I do is focused on to um, what's really going to be bringing the most amount of impact on people. So it's all about being focused and consolidating um, in my approach to moving forward. I'm just trying to simplify and not just this podcast, simplify life. And um, if you haven't, if you haven't yet, for me, this came out of... Um, Came out of listening to one of the people that I, one of the leaders that I listened to, and um, <clears throat> and one of the things that um, he said, which clearly struck me, was to in order to move forward and have better years, we've got to simplify. Sometimes we can't expand if we don't have any more room on our plate. So, um, excuse me, then I was just yawning. It's been a long day. I'm uh, um, I'm just recording this towards the end of my day. But um, to simplify our lives is the best way to get ready for what's next. So um, I'm going to leave you guys with a couple of questions. And um, hopefully you apply this. It's not too late. It's not a New Year's resolution. But I happened to listen to this specific leader talk about this late January, early February. But there's basically two things. And um, his name's Craig Groeschel, and I'll link his um, that specific post podcast episode into the notes or the description below. And it was, um, I took two, away two things. What are some things that we need to let go of? What are some things that I need to let go of, that you need to let go of this year? And the second one was, what is what are some things that, not only do we need to let go of, but to empower somebody else to come in, take it over, so that they can do at least probably about eighty percent 
as well as we do it and then take it further so that we're free to actually do the next thing that we're actually called to do. Sometimes we can hold on to something way too long. So one way to simplify is to let go. Don't cling on to stuff, just let go. And then empower somebody else to do it. If it's part of running an organization, part of running a team, part of running something that needs an ongoing management strategy or management person, um, then you need to empower somebody to actually take that over. So that's food for thought for you. But um, I am excited. I'm looking forward to season two. I'm looking forward to the people I meet who are cross paths with. And um, I'm looking forward to exploring what this new season has in store. If you have any questions, if you have any queries, if something didn't make sense, why don't you get in touch with me? Let me know how you're thinking. Um, let me know if you have any ideas or what are some things you'd like to see explored this season. Maybe you don't. Maybe you just want to say, hey, thanks for coming back. It's great to hear your voice again. Um, let me know as well. It's great to have you back on the podcast scene, whatever. I'd love to hear from you. It's always great to hear from me. And um, yeah, enjoy season two with me. So if I can ask you then, so um, I'll preface it this. Most of the times that we talk, and I mean, you know, we don't have a lot of opportunities to catch up, but most of the times that we talk, what I notice about you is that you're always um, positive, faith-filled, and um, pretty much you ooze faith. I don't know if you see that, but <laughs> <laughs> I can see your eyes rolling like, really? <laughs> no, this is it, though, me. So, yeah, every time we talk, that's what I get from you. Um, my question following on from those comments is what has kept, what are some things that have kept you um, in following Jesus and staying faithful to Jesus? And I know it's not a perfect journey. No one mm. has that perfect journey. But what, do you have some key things that in your life looking back have just, you, you know, like this season or, you know, this was the most helpful. This season, this was really helpful. That season, that was was really helpful um, in staying on track and staying faithful and staying planted in church and, and all that. Yeah, totally. It's a great question. I think um, the number one thing for me is my God encounters okay. um, along since I became a Christian and and even looking back before I, I received Jesus I actually I remember I was in living in China in a kindergarten a boarding kindergarten mm. so I lived there Monday Friday and there's some kid he just started telling us there's a God there's a God and it's, he's real that memory, I have, I had forgotten it, and and it came back to me until I became a Christian. Wow! And looking back, I realized it was God who sent me. I remember myself praying to God when I was a child that God take me out of the pain I'm in right now, the suffering I'm in, because yeah. I felt pain with my own brokenness and family and all that. Once younger, it's crazy how I remember all these sort of things now. And I could see God's 
fingerprints in a sense. Mm. And then also, like I mentioned before, at the youth conference, one of the youth conferences I've been to, I had my first encounter. Obviously, there, there, there has been many more God encounters and, and, and revelations and seeing supernatural signs and wonders in, in real life. They all have created this unshakable faith, knowing that God really exists. Yeah. But if I be really honest, but I don't always believe He's good. Okay. I don't always believe He's always loving. When I'm when I'm weak, even though I'm saying when I'm weak, when I'm being attacked, my yeah. mind can get a bit distorted. Yeah. Another funny thing is when I became a Christian on the first day. That day, I I remember I put on my hand you know, answer to the altar call. I prayed this prayer straight away. I said, God, if you're real, don't ever let, let me leave you and stop believing you. Mm. Looking back, I was like, how the heck did I know how to pray that prayer? It was actually a Holy Spirit-inspired prayer. That I, some, there was something like in me that I felt like, I need to protect this faith. Mm. I need to protect this, because if this is real, if this is truth, something could come to try to rock me and steal it and steal it and i was praying that quite quite a lot in in my early journey walk with god and now to a point that i'm going through some sufferings and other difficulties in life as much i don't i doubt i doubt sorry it's not that i don't believe in god's goodness it's more i doubt i doubt i question in in hard times yeah and I, I, I question his goodness now, but I don't, I can't question his existence mm. <laughs> because I've seen too much. Yes. I've experienced too much That's to that right. point. Yeah. Um, I guess the second thing that really helped me to stay in faith, the church, the, the local church, it's very important to be planted in a healthy, Bible-believing, spirit-filled church. Yeah. And they have shaped my life and the leaders, the pastors in the church really have like helped me along the way as like God's instruments. Just so thankful for them. Just mm. the worst on things they have done for me and spoken into me mm. is really God. Yeah. And and I don't think as a Christian I can live just me and Jesus. <laughs> we need the body, we need yeah. the church, and that's how God designed us to be in his image that this the Trinity is free in one that's community right yeah, there. That's right. God is community, yeah. and we need to be in that, and that's how we flourish. That's how we receive health, yeah. and yeah, I and I cannot fight the battles I'm fighting right now, or I have fought uh, because of yeah, because of the people there with me. Mm. That's why I can come this far. Yeah. Um. So the body and God encounters. Um. You mentioned. Um, going through some sufferings, um, and I also we thought we were talking a little bit about this earlier. But you, I saw a post, um, an Instagram post. It might have been on Facebook as well, but an Instagram post about you when you were away in China, and you wrote something along the lines of, you know, prayed for so and so, and I got healed, um, and you know, it was like a reminder that God is good even though you haven't received your own healing um, mm. in your body. Because I know like this has been ongoing for now, I'd say six, since you met me. <laughs> six plus years, yeah, since I met you. Um, 
like I would see you stretch <laughs> your body in like different and you know I was like wow can a foot do that since when can a foot do that <laughs> yeah I was struggling with lots of back pain at point thank god it's, it's yeah healed fully so that was back pain back there yeah that's awesome yeah yeah that really yeah so and then now <laughs> oh yeah it's one thing like another I guess to to give like the listener like a more holistic overview of what this all suffering I was talking about mm. it all started with um being not healthy all my life you know get sick every now and then yeah um but in 2014 um I I had like a cold flu whatever I never recovered from that fully my I was always I would always feel fatigued and tired mm. and I couldn't I couldn't find out why the, all the blood test results were fine mm. saw a specialist they couldn't find the reasons why and um, and I getting stressed about that because naturally supposed to be feeling better and I knew that I'm supposed to feel way more energized than that and I started having insomnia and then it got it became like a full blown out insomnia I just couldn't I remember couldn't at the end of 2014 couldn't sleep for like three nights straight without medication I just couldn't sleep and I was like what the hell's going on and um, I guess from that point on like things like in my house started going downhill for me started struggling my house became has become um, not as great as before and slowly decreasing and and I found out that I also have sleep apnea in mm. 2017 beginning of 17 and I tried like different medications and all that it didn't really help I saw I saw a sleep psychologist uh, talking about retraining the mind the body that sort of thing yeah um and and this year, I mean not this year, sorry. <laughs> End of last year, two thousand eighteen, I found also started having stomach ache, and and um, the doctor found there is um, bacteria in me that is drug resistant, mm-hmm. and so at this stage, I'm dealing with like all these sleep problems and fatigue, wow. and this bacteria that's hard to kill, and I have to buy this very expensive antibiotics to kill to yeah. kill it so it's like all those sort of things come upon me and and I just been back from a trip in China mm-hmm. and in that trip I yeah saw some healings definitely because I felt like the whole tr- every time I go to China I always feel like there's a calling on me to reach out to the people the family the friends there who don't know Jesus but but the way that I know how to the best is to pray for people to let them experience God rather than being preachy yeah. with words or argue, being argumentative. Mm. And and this time there there was an auntie. Um, I was visiting my cousin, who's also a Christian, and her mom, which is not, mm-hmm. um, and she all of a sudden men, mentioned that she got wrist pain, and and I thought that was a good. That's a good opportunity for me to yeah. 
present Jesus in a in a realistic way by praying for her. Yeah. And uh, and she told me, yeah, no, I don't I don't believe in that. It's okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, totally. It's fine. You don't need to believe. I believe. Yeah. And um, God's real, and if He shows up, He shows up. And so I prayed for her wrist, and and she started moving it in such a way that she was like, whoa. She was amazed, basically. It was like, whoa, it's actually mm. different. The pain actually has decreased tremendously. Yeah. And I, I always ask people like how they feel after they've been prayed for because I want to look for that physical change, that sign that I know that God's working something. And I also ask, always like to ask their pain level. Yeah. Because the, the pain always doesn't just go. They decrease, but they don't go completely. And I don't believe in the fact that God heals people halfway and not the whole way. Mm. So I asked her, oh, how, how many percentage of pain do you have left? And she said about, probably about 30. Mm. Um, and, um, and I was planning to pray for her again, but she was doing some, some stuff at that point. So I let her go and I um, went to talk to my cousin more about God and faith. That's the thing. I pray for her also just her pregnancy and all that sort of mm, thing yeah um yeah and um and and my grandmother was also there and she suffered with um hip pain had like a hip surgery um hearing problems um eyesight problems that sort of things and i pray for her and she and she and she would tell me like oh i can hear better I could see better. Mm. I feel less pain. That sort of things mm. um, happened, and then also because you know I have so many aunties, and uncles there from different side families. So yeah. I visit another auntie um, in another spot of China, and um, she couldn't come to lunch because she hurt her back. For some reason, I thought yes. She hurt her back. I was like, God, you're going to show up, right? So I went to her house and we started talking and she's wearing this back um, support band sort of things. Yeah. And she was in lots of pain. Like she, she struggled to walk and, and bend down, which I could totally relate because remember I hurt my back. Yeah. And I was like, I used to wear this thing as well. And, um, and we were talking about life and, and so forth. And I realized I have to make a decision whether I'm going to um, this offer the, the opportunity to pray for her. Mm. And, and I thought, yeah, whatever. I actually didn't feel well that day. You know, there are times that like, I'm, I'm upset with God about things. Like, <laughs> I don't want to pray for people. I'm, I need Jesus. I need healing. <laughs> I need healing myself. But at that point, I just thought, nah, I gotta do this. Come on, I flew mm. all the way to here. Yeah. And I don't want to live in regrets in that sense. Yeah, that's right. So I thought, oh, can I pray for you? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And I prayed for her a couple times and she could feel like a tremendous difference wow. with the tightness of her back. And she started moving like, and she went to the toilet herself and came out like, Whoa, seriously, wow. uh, it's a lot better. You can move. Can you see me before? I was like really struggling to move and standing up. Now I'm fine. Look. And she was like, basically, 
showing to everyone in, in, in the lounge room and there was also another auntie there yeah. and also apparently struggling with pain as well on the back. And and the auntie just got here, encouraged this auntie to get prayed for. Like, hey, you should try. <laughs> I'm like, oh, of course. I didn't know God had another plan for this person as well. And um, and I pray for that lady and the auntie. And I call all the people aunties basically, yeah, yeah, although I'm not very related yeah. with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she started sensing heat on her back. And I was like, wow, Holy Spirit, you're really moving here. Because in my experience, heat and or electricity, they're often like a sign of God's moving. Mm. They don't just happen because I'm a supernatural human being, you know? <laughs> it happens because this God is supernatural. Work, yeah. yeah, and she's and she was testing her body and bending over and she could feel like freedom of movement. And, and just feeling less pain in her legs, this and that. Mm. And I asked God to like increase the, the, the measure of his power in her body. Yeah. And she's like, well, the second time you pray, I can really sense the electricity going through my hands. Wow. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> God, that's crazy. You really, you really showed up. You really like did something yeah. as a, and they were asking me like, wow, like, how do you do all this? And it gave me an opportunity to share like, God loves you. That's why he's here right now, that he cares for you yeah. and that his presence here, yeah. that if you need him, you just need to call on his name, not like I call on him. Not, he shows up not because I'm special, it's because he cares for every single yes. one here. And, and they were like, wow, thank you so much. Like they were so thankful and grateful yeah. and happy. At the end, yeah. and like I was just like, wow, that also cheered me up on my like whatever I was experiencing at that point. I'm sad with God. Um, so yeah, that was quite an experience for me, um, and it's a it's a recent revelation that I have re- that I've learned that I've experienced that God is so present all the time, even right now, whether we feel feel Him physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually or not, he's yeah. present right here, right now because his spirit resides in us. Yeah. It's not so much that we were anything special. Like he simply is true to his word. Yes. And I could not I can't testify that until I've gone through this sort of experience that I sometimes feel I'm I'm worthless. I don't worth God to come through. I don't worth to be anointed. Mm. But <laughs> But it's not up to my words or my standard. It's because simply of what he has done, the grace of God. I haven't shared this with you um, before left. I hope it's okay. That's fine. Before I left China, I have a friend in Perth. His mom's a Buddhist and she's got stage four cancer. And we found found out that his mom got cancer a long time ago, but um, his mom never really wanted us to pray for her because she's quite a strong Buddhist believer and a week before I left for China last year I got this message from him while I was just spending some time with God at home I saw my phone he sent me a message saying oh my mum would like you to come and pray for her tomorrow night Wow! as soon as I heard that I just felt so much 
hope for her. It's kind of weird that I felt so much hope for her because I need healing myself. Yes. I'm in not not in a better not necessarily a really better position than her. I'm struggling with chronic stuff yeah. myself, but for some reason, because of what I'm going through in my in my suffering, in my pain, in my sickness, I feel hope like never before. Yeah. It's like I can really know what hope is, and it's not a hope that is logical that I can reason. Oh, that's why I, I can be hopeful. It's more like a hope. It's a spiritual hope yeah. that you don't. It's, you know that it's a verse talks of, in Philippines talks about the peace that surpasses all understanding. It's like that. It, it beyonds your logic, beyond your understanding. It's just there. You can't mm -hmm. explain it. You're like you could be dying next day, but you still feel like it's all good. <laughs> it's all taken care of. Yeah. So in that moment, I felt that because I was. In the presence of God, I felt mm. Him, not my own fears or worries. I just started crying because I felt mm. so much hope for her. And the next night, I went there, and we were, dri we were driving there. I just felt like, no, I don't feel like I don't feel spiritual today. I didn't feel <laughs> I don't feel what I was feeling last That's night. Nice. Like I don't know how I'm going to do this. <laughs> I've never done this before. Going to the hospital, pray for stage four cancer yeah. patient. Like that's pretty intense you know big, yeah. but for some reason i also didn't really like i wasn't stressed or tense i just like whatever happens yeah. it happens like i can't do much uh, and and in in that moment also doubt myself that i wasn't maybe i'm not anointed enough um and and i, I heard this voice saying it's not about you it's about me you just being faithful, you just being, you know, who you are. Yes. And, I, and I'll show up because I'm good. I'll show up because I love her, I care for her, I've been chasing after her. So I got into the ward and the room and um, started talking to her and she was not smiling, she was looking like tired and depressed and all that. And um, she was being friendly with me and, and we talked a little bit about our own life, where we're from and, and I tried to speak Chinese with her to build that rapport, you know, yeah. <laughs> but my, <laughs> my broken Chinese is funny. Yeah. Um, um, so after a little bit, I was like, okay, let's, let's pray for you, if yeah. you wouldn't mind me praying for you. And she's like, yeah, totally. So I'm praying for her, just saying, you know, like, I sometimes you just don't know what to pray. <laughs> It's like, God heal her and that's it. No, it's finished. Yeah. The prayer is finished. But, but when I pray for people now, I feel like God doesn't just want to heal their bodies. They want to heal their soul. Yes. Their mind. There's, a, there's, a, there's a, that more inner healing that he wants to provide first in that sense. So I just start declaring like God's love for her. You know? yeah. He's for her, not against her. That his plan for her is to live and not die. That sort of thing. And I was, mm -hmm. I was speaking tongues, you know, coming from the denomination I'm from. And she started crying. Mm. Like, sobbing. Uncontrollably. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like playing a worship song right now. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously, I don't want to just sing because it would be weird. So I just turned on my phone and started playing the song. Yeah. And I just stopped praying, and she's still crying. And I, and I could, I was just worshiping God in that place. I was just like, I just want to worship God right now because, 
it's not by my my or anointing that she would be healed is by the spirit of god that he that she would be healed i just want want her to experience the presence of god yeah i was just worshiping and um my friend's sister came in and like what the heck's going on (laughs) none of the family was a believer other than my friend yeah and we're just like staying there quiet (laughs) i'm just singing you know with broken voices yeah and just you know, and just let the Holy Spirit, do that, yeah, do what what his best. I don't even, I didn't even know what he was doing exactly, but I could see that he was touching her. Touching her yeah. And at the end, I was like, she cried down. Probably after half an hour, she sort of settled down a bit more emotionally. I asked her like, how she felt and you know what's going on, and she said, I felt warmth in my heart. Because. Wow. And that's like, that's so God, because so God wants to touch the hearts. Yeah. The hearts are what really matters to, yeah. to Him, really. Yeah. And, and yeah, and she couldn't make sense of any other things. Yeah. Because she's, she's such a strong Buddhist believer. Yeah. And she's got all this um, Buddhist um, stuff on the desk right there next to her as well. But... Yeah, it just God just showed up and it really touched and and she's like I don't yeah she couldn't explain what happened yeah. and I was like yeah that's okay when when that happened to me the first time at that conference I didn't know what to yeah. how to explain it either and I just let let it sink in with her and let God explain that with her. Some people may say oh you can't really pray for people when when she's not a believer or when she's still practicing other religions mm. and she's got all that sort of stuff there is demonic for me it's like it doesn't really matter because it's bigger than that yeah God's and that's a doorway too like she's encountered god yeah like you, you that's priceless um, yeah yeah so i'm so i've been trying to i got some feedback um from the friend after that mm. just recently last couple of days and um and i got invited to come go over again this yeah. Friday night, and the dad's got some questions for me. Apparently, about <laughs> yeah. awesome. I'm like sick. That's great. I'm just gonna touch everyone, and and the more I do this experience, this truth of God's presence always with us, mm. more I realize it's totally based on His faithfulness. Yes. It's nothing to do with me. Like I just need to step out if I want to. It's almost like I've been keeping him inside of me and not releasing him, and he wants to come out. There's a spirit in me that's so strong, that's so greater than any spirit outside the world that wanting to touch people wants to do what what he wants. Yeah. And am I gonna be a, a roadblocker or I'm gonna be a, a conduit of him? And it's a choice that I guess I have to make every day. Yeah. And yeah, and that's pretty crazy. That's pretty it's awesome. changed me, I guess, more than it's changed others. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Um, there you go. So I told you, you move around in faith and, <laughs> and believing. So the funny thing is, my perception of faith before was like, oh, you have no doubts. But as I struggle and wrestle a bit more, faith and doubt, to me, they're like the same coin, but with different sides. Right. You cannot really experience true faith if you never experience true doubt. Right. If you never doubt something like 
meaning you never really care to think about it. You, you then how will you ever believe it seriously? Yeah. Yeah. And it is in the very midst of my doubt that I can also make a decision whether I choose to believe or not. Yes. Because there's so many voices and ex life experiences causing me to make different decisions. I have to choose to, or uh, right now I'm going to face, believe the word of God, face my life experience that I'm going to choose to believe and act out of that or choose not to and not see anything. Yes. And that's the, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I'm wondering if you can finish yourself by maybe saying a prayer for whoever is listening and maybe they're going through doubt and maybe they are waiting for healing. Um, like me. <laughs> yeah. And obviously pray for, uh, yeah, pray for that. And um, yeah, maybe they're going through doubt or they're waiting on healing. Um, I mean, you don't know. Somebody who is listening might be, um, who's listening to this sometime in the future might be needing healing and it might be small, it might be big, but um, mm. let's finish with praying and um, yeah. Sure. Anyone doing that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Put me on the spot, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. Let's talk to God. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, Father, we just come before you right now. We thank you for the time we have and, and to talk about you. Although we're so unworthy, but, but you make us worthy. You deem us worthy. You deem us loved and accepted right now. So we come boldly into the throne of grace in the times of need. That we ask for your grace right now to come into our lives. And in every listener's ears, in their lives right now, they will sense your presence. They will sense your goodness, your life in the midst of pain, in the midst of darkness, in the midst of winter, in the midst of in the valley of shadow of death, that, that you are with us, that, that you, pr you prepare a table in the presence of our enemies, that your rod and your star comfort us, you continue to guide us and lead us, that you are a portion in every season of our lives right now, that we choose to believe, although it's so hard for us, it's so hard to let go of the doubt, we're so fearful, but I ask you let your agape love once again quicken us remind us chase after the fear in us chase after the uh, chase out the, the darkness inside of us mm -hmm. love us let 2019 be a year that your love that, that your committed love come and conquer every fear every doubt every trust issues every brokenness within us heal our souls heal our body Come have your way. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. That is so good. That is so for us. Let that be done, God. According to your name, according to the faithfulness of your name, Jesus Christ. We thank you so much for this moment. And we just choose to believe that you are good right now. We declare you are good. Although we don't feel it all the time, but now we choose to declare and give you praise. And we are thankful for the cross that you have finished death that you have finished sickness you have finished disappointment that you have finished hurt right now god there's fullness of joy there's fullness of joy there's fullness of life in your presence there's freedom there's joy we receive that right now in the name of jesus and we love you amen, amen. thanks sonny
Thank you for having me. I hope I didn't say anything radical. <laughs> no, you've been fantastic. You've been fantastic. Thanks for choosing to do this.